It's Monday, Rosh Chodesh Kislev, Tafshin Ayin Dalid. We are coming to you live from the headquarters of Ariel Tours in New York. I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. That's the way to get things started here on our Rosh Chodesh morning. Welcome to one and all. You're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Mayor Weingarten. Sorry, we're going to try and get the sound a little better. I think we're better off now. We are here every Monday immediately following Jam in the AM, 9 AM Eastern Time, Eastern Standard Time now, and 4 PM Israel Time as Israel and America are back in sync. Seven-hour difference. We are sponsored and proud to be sponsored by Nefesh Benefesh, organization that um, is there and provides resources for potential olim. Nefesh Benefesh, visit their website, www.nbn, nefeshbenefesh, nbn.org.il. 
We welcome our, all our wow since last week. We have had a huge influx of Facebook likes on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash The Israel Show. And um, we've thanked many of the uh, likers on our page itself, and we thank the last two, 150 and 151, Rachel and Marilyn. Thank you so much for liking The Israel Show on our Facebook page. This is a great way for you to interact we post links to the songs that we play, articles that we discuss, and you can send in your requests there as well. We've been doing songs uh, requested by the Highland Park Edison Helena's Israeli dance class, and we encourage and we're inviting other dance Israeli dance classes around the world to let us know about them, we can discuss, we can publicize your events, we can play some of your songs, you can be in touch with us through the Facebook page or by email, mayor at nachumsiegel.com, M-E-I-R, mayor at nachumsiegel.com. After the next song, which is appropriately, Lachazar Habaita by Boaz Mauda, will tell you, give you a little insight into the rumors that are currently making their way around the press about possible new information regarding Ron Arad. You're tuned to the Israel Show. My name is Mayor Weingarten, and we are brought to you on the Nachum Siegel Network. דווקא כשחשוך, כשהכל הפוך מוצאים שבילים להתגבר, להשתחרר כל השאלות מתחילות להיפטר שכבר חשבתי רגע לבטר ראיתי את השמש מסלברת את החום מכל הרע שבעולם שיהיה לי טוב מכל הרע שבעולם שיהיה לי כל החלונות נפתחים לראות רוח באה בגגות ומעיפה ככה בתנופה את שיבש ולא יחזור שכבר חשבתי רגע לעצור תמיד זרח עוד בוקר להפריח ולשמור מכל החושך בעולם תמיד יהיה לי אור מכל החושך בעולם תמיד יהיה לי אור כל התחלה נושאת איתה תפילה תפילה שאשמר כל נפילה Thank <laughs> you. 
The Israeli newspapers, all of whom, all of them have been reporting last week a story out of Kuwait about a deal in the works where Israel gets new information on Ronarad in exchange for Iran receiving information on four of their diplomats missing in Lebanon since 1982. Well, that always sparks excitement and hope in the hearts of all those who are, care for Israel and are worried and concerned about Israel's missing in action and prisoners of war. What new information could Israel be looking for? Yudira Chronot, senior correspondent Ronen Bergman, he... Uh, he definitely is an insider. He has the inside track in Israel's intelligence community. In fact, he's written several books. One of them is specifically about this subject. It's called Medinat Israel Ta'aseh HaKol, which is uh, sort of like the official pronouncement, uh, the state of Israel will do everything to retrieve um, its POWs and MIAs. Hakrava Chashayel HaShvuyim HaNeadarim V'haNeadarim, the secret war for the MIAs and POWs written about it extensively, and he has lots of information. So in an interview that he gave last week, he revealed something shocking, to me at least, that from an intelligence standpoint, as far as the um, both military intelligence and the, the Mossad is concerned, the Ron Arad case is a closed case. He didn't say it in so many words, but it, it was clear that the intelligence community of Israel has basically come to the conclusion, definite conclusion, that Ron Arad is dead. And so the only information that Israel is now seeking, you can't call it information. It's not information. It's rather a body. And anything short of 
a burial place and a body that they can verify. And I would assume they can verify using DNA. Anything short of that is really of no interest to the state of Israel. In fact, uh, Bergman, Ronan Bergman uh, said in this interview that the state of Israel was willing and ready to officially declare Ron Arad to be a fallen Israeli soldier whose place of burial is unknown. But at the time, Prime Minister Ariel Sharon refused to do so, mainly out of respect for the Arad family. So that is, for me, rather shocking that, in fact, the State of Israel today, although they won't say so in so many words, the State of Israel today considers Ron Arad a fallen soldier. And um, I believe that Ronan Bergman has very, very good information, and he, he dedicates his life to uh, uncovering these things. He also mentioned that these, Lebanon, uh, uh, these Iranian diplomats that have been missing in Lebanon since 1982, all that information also is out already. Ronan Bergman himself interviewed uh, people who were involved in their killing and their burial, and so there's not much to reveal there either. So basically, I don't know who is interested in this story, who is interested in getting out this information. There must be somebody behind it. But uh, don't hold out any hopes is the message from Ronan Bergman. Last week, we uh, did an analysis of the Israeli municipal elections, got lots of great feedback. Thank you to all your Facebook pages, your emails, and, and in conversations as well. Um, and we spoke about um, the, at the time, it was uh, alleged corruption that took place in the Beit Shemesh election which was very, very close. Um, now it turns out that uh, the police arrested a uh, young 25-year-old person who was found with 160, to Udod Zehut, 160 identification cards, which is what you need to vote in Israel. And after investigating, it turns out that 30 of them were in fact used to vote. Oh, my, oh, my. Were they forged? No, it seems not, although there was a suspicion that they forged identity cards. That must be difficult to do. What it was, people that weren't going to vote, maybe they were away, maybe they were out of town, maybe they were out of the country. There's no uh, absentee ballot in Israel. Gave these identity cards to this person who then handed them out to other people in Beit Shemesh who then went and voted with them. And at the ballot box, obviously, they weren't too careful to check the pictures and the ID card against the person that was using it. The elections were very close, and it's quite a, a question about whether there's going to be um, a new election or not. That's the question. Unanswered. Police are investigating, and a lot of politics involved. That's the update on the Beit Shemesh municipal elections and in honor of the municipal elections in Israel. Last week we played um, Uzi Chitman with Adoni Roshair, Mr. Mayor. And this week we're going to play Ehud Banai, who has, uh, we're going down one level, Kavod Sgan Roshair, the Honorable Deputy Mayor. 
And uh, this, of course, is dedicated to the municipal elections in Israel and the ones in America that take place tomorrow, and especially in New York. Don't forget to get out and vote, as Nachum mentioned just, we, just a few minutes ago on JM in the AM. You must get out and vote. It is a mitzvah to do so, as ruled by Rav Moshe Feinstein and other great Torah luminaries. So, here it is, Ehud Banai, Kvot Sgan Rosh Ha'ir. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Kvot Sgan Rosh Ha'ir, Adon Ikhbad. Yesh inyanim, charikim bimyuchad, shagormim ilachush, konavach umafuchad, Adon Yan Ikhbad.
ניסיתי לשתף אותך בכיף, ולא ידעתי איך. זה תופס אותי בבטן, מתגבר והולך, לרגע לא דואך. אני יודע, כשאת נפגעת זה כל כך כואב, ולא שוכח. למרות הכל אני אותך אוהב. ואני שם, שתאמין לי שאני מאושר, משהו בתוכי נשאר, מזכיר לי שעוד לא נגמר. ואני שם, שתאמין לי שאני מאושר, משהו בתוכי Class favorite Shlomi Shabbat with Anishar. Before that, Ehud Banai with Vot Zgan Roshair here on the Israel Show. Chodesh Tov, Rosh Chodesh Kislev, Tavshinayin Dalid. Thanks so much for joining us, making us a part of your day wherever you are around the world, tuned in to the Nachum Siegel Network. We uh, are sponsored by Nefesh Benefesh. Nefesh Benefesh is there. For potential olim with employment resources, assistance with governmental absorption, community-based guidance and support, and need-based financial aid, making each individual's aliyah as successful as possible. Nefesh Benefesh uh, charter flights, uh, 
they're legendary. They're specially commissioned El Al flight where the entire plane is reserved for Olim from the USA. And their arrival ceremonies in Israel are legendary. Not a dry eye in the house as uh, many hundreds if not thousands of uh, people converge on Ben Gurion Airport to welcome the plane loads of Olim coming from the United States. And of course, on board the flights, Nefesh Benefesh takes care of all the paperwork and so forth, saving the Olim a lot of the hassle and bureaucratic paperwork that they would usually need to take care of once arrived in Israel. No doubt, Nefesh Benefesh has made Aliyah an in thing for Jews in America. So for detailed information, even if you are not planning on making Aliyah like tomorrow, you should be planning it long-term. We all should be planning it long-term as Jews. That is where we ought to be. So go ahead and visit their website, www.nbn.org.il, www.nbn.org.il, and their Facebook page is facebook.com slash nefeshbenefesh. The Israel Show is proud to be sponsored by Nefesh Benefesh, revolutionizing Aliyah. Well, we have uh, two segments about the UN and Israel in our Now and Then segment, where we take a look at major events in the history of Israel that took place this time of the year, many years ago. We're going to take a look at the uh, Zionism is Racism. UN resolution. Here is this week's installment of Now and Then. My name is Mayor Wangart, and you're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Zionism. Zionism is a form of racism. Thus declared the United Nations General Assembly 38 years ago, November the 10th, 1975. How cynical can the United Nations get? when totalitarian dictatorships run by vicious murderers are members of the Human Rights Commission, when the leader of Iran, who expressly calls for the annihilation of another country, can be given a podium to speak, when Yasser Arafat and the PLO, the organization that almost single-handedly invented international terrorism, is granted UN observer status and given a triumphant welcome, as Arafat entered the UN with a gun in his belt. Not shocking that by a vote of 72-4 and 35 against, the UN, quote, determines that Zionism is a form of racism and racial discrimination, end quote. In the state of Israel, Arabs have more rights than they do in any Arab country. They vote for the Knesset. They carry political power. They hold positions of judges and government ministers. Can a Jew dream of any such rights in Arab countries? Can any non-Muslim be treated equally in Saudi Arabia, Iran, Iraq, the way Arabs are treated in Israel? And yet, who are the racists? By some evil hocus-pocus of anti-Semitism, it is Israel that is racist. Chaim Herzog, later to become President of Israel, son of Israel's second Ashkenazic chief rabbi, Yitzhak Isaac Halevi Herzog, was then Israeli ambassador to the UN. He gave an impassioned speech, noting the date of the resolution in historic context. It is symbolic 
that this debate should take place on November 10th. Tonight, 37 years ago, has gone down in history as Kristallnacht, or the Night of the Crystals. This was the night on the 10th of November 1938 when Hitler's Nazi stormtroopers launched a coordinated attack on the Jewish community in Germany, burnt the synagogues in all the cities, and made bonfires in the streets of the Holy Books and the scrolls of the Holy Law and the Bible. It was the night when Jewish homes were attacked and heads of families were taken away, many of them never to return. It was the night which eventually led to the crematoria and the gas chambers, Auschwitz, Birkenau, Dachau, Buchenwald, Theresienstadt, and others. It was the night which led to the most terrifying holocaust in the history of man. As he came to the end of his speech, Herzog defiantly ripped the resolution in half and walked off. Listen carefully. You can actually hear the paper ripping. For us, the Jewish people, this resolution based on hatred, falsehood, and arrogance is devoid of any moral or legal value. For us, the Jewish people, this is no more than a piece of paper, and we shall treat it as such. Thank you, Mr. President. One of the other voices of sanity on that day was that of the United States Ambassador to the United Nations, Daniel Patrick Moynihan, later to become a member of the U.S. Senate from the state of New York. A tall Irishman, a brilliant mind, a great friend of Israel. He too delivered a long speech in the futile attempt to bring a semblance of reason and logic to the debate. He managed to express all the outrage, all the craziness of this moment in one memorable sentence. The United States rises to declare before the General Assembly of the United Nations and before the world that it does not acknowledge... It will not abide by, it will never acquiesce in this infamous act. The resolution actually stood for 14 years, until December 16, 1991, after the first Gulf War, President Bush, the first, pressured Israel to participate in the Madrid Peace Conference. Israel made revoking the Zionism Racism Resolution a condition of their participation. I'm not so sure why. Who cared? I guess people do. President George H.W. Bush presented his case to the UN. UNGA Resolution 3379, the so-called Zionism is Racism Resolution, mocks this pledge and the principles upon which the United Nations was founded. And I call now for its repeal. Zionism is not a policy. It is the idea that led to the creation of a home for the Jewish people to the state of Israel. And to equate Zionism with the intolerable sin of racism is to twist history and forget the terrible plight of Jews in World War II and indeed throughout history. By repealing this resolution unconditionally, the United Nations will enhance its credibility and serve the cause of peace. It did repeal, but enhance its credibility, serve the cause of peace, I think not. In the same month of November, that in 1947 saw the creation of the State of Israel. In the same month of November, that in 1917 saw the Balfour Declaration. The same month of November was host 
to the infamous Kristallnacht and the UN resolution equating Zionism with racism. Tel Aviv ad Ramat Gan Ole lecha Kmo sof shavua beyapan Veim baum Omrim tisof vgam tachzir Anachnu lo, anachnu lo Nafsik lashir Lo nafsik lashir Lo nafsik lashir Lo nafsik lashir Yoram Gaon with Lo Nafsik Lashir, and of course the connection there is um, his mentioning of the UN, that even if the UN decides, I don't remember what, some insane thing, we're going to continue to sing, and we'll continue to play great music here on the Israel Show, and just first with news from Israel, and uh, in this case, review of historic events. We have another piece about the UN, it's a quick five-minute primer about the UN versus Israel, brought to you by... Uh, Prager University. It is excellent, like so many of their presentations. We'll play it for you after the next song, so stay tuned for that. It is really, really 
good. Very well done. If you want to try and understand a little bit about what drives the UN and its insane anti-Semitism. Um, and we are followed at uh, 10 a.m. Eastern time by Tech Talk on the stream of NachumSiegel.com. Tech Talk with Michael Fragan every Monday. And there's so much great, great programming on the Nachum Siegel Network. It's original Jewish programming from so many different perspectives, so many different aspects of Jewish life. You don't want, you should really stay tuned. Nine o'clock, following Jamie and Dame on Tuesday, you have the OU's Jewish Reaction with Ellie Hagler, and that's followed at 10 by amazing interviews that Nahum does with uh, authors of, uh, of Judaica books, uh, sponsored by Koran, the publisher. It's called Buy the Book. On Wednesday at 9 o'clock, Randy Wartelsky does an amazing job. I, I listened to some uh, recent episodes. What a great job she does bringing you many different uh, topics that are very practical. It's called Something to Talk About with Randy, and that's on Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern, immediately following JMDM. And she's followed by a new show, Rabbi Chaim Hagler of Elizabeth. Also, really interesting stuff. His show is called Listen Up. And Thursday, Charlie Harari, the very popular Charlie Harari with the Book of Life. Thursday, immediately following JM in the AM. And that is followed by Miriam L. Wallach's award-winning program, That's Life, by Live Lunch with Nahum Siegel at 11, by Sound Advice with the uh, very popular author, number one uh, New York Times bestseller, Dr. David Lieberman. Sound Advice, is a, it's an awesome program. It is really awesome. And it, it teaches you so much about life in general. Uh, don't miss it. And you can podcast many of these shows. I know you can podcast uh, Sound Advice because I've done so myself. And that's followed by The Stun Show, which is a um, rotation of Gordon Gorefertig and Zamek. Mark Zamek brings your album of the week on Thursday afternoons at, um, I believe it's 4 o'clock. And, and just so, 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 so many shows and great, amazing, amazing programming here on the Nachum Siegel Network. And today, more than ever, it's very, very easy to tune in. There's so many different ways. I think you know them by now. NachumSiegel.com, jmandtheam.org. You can listen on iTunes. You can listen on your iPhone and on your iPod and on your iPad, on your Android. It's 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 really um, it's become it's becoming more and more accessible. And today, it, there's there's just uh, almost almost no reason not to tune in to this great Jewish programming on the stream on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Mayor Weingart, and you're tuned to the Israel Show. We are live every Monday, immediately following JM in the AM. This is uh, Yelad Pa'am with Nechmad. It's a tribute to Pugi. It's the Pugi song Nechmad, but embedded in the song are many, many other little snippets of Pugi, Pugi's other hits. Thanks for tuning in and making us a part of your day. <laughs> Hayamamash Nechmad Mea Shana 
דבר לא השתנה, נמשיך לבוא גם אז יהיה נחמד. נלך, נחזור, נעמוד שעה בתור, עשו שטויות, נמרח קצת יוד ונתראה בבור. מכאן לשם, זה לא לוקח זמן. עדיף לגמור ביחד עם כולם. אחד, אחד, יודע כל אחד, להוריד את המים, לשתות לך.
Yeled Pam with a tribute to Pugi Nechmad with uh, lots of other Pugi great hits embedded right into that song. Could you identify them? There was a uh, contest in Israel, I believe, to identify all the songs that were embedded in that one. My name is Mayor Wangat, and you're tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Uh, we spoke about the infamous Zionism is Racism Resolution of the United Nations. It was, what was it, 38 years ago this uh, this week. And we promised you another United Nations informational piece. And this one is called the UN versus Israel. And uh, we've been doing these uh, Hasbara pieces. Hasbara is Israel advocacy, I would say. And we've been doing a few of them, and they're... Um, getting great feedback, so we decided uh, to make it a somewhat semi-regular segment on the Israel show, and we'll call it Hasbara Highlights. This is uh, Anne Bayevsky. She's the director of Turo of the Turo Human Rights Institute. This one is produced by Prager University, and you can go online, Prager University. I believe it's PragerU.com or PragerUniversity.com or both of them. I wanted to post a link to this particular video, but for some reason it's down. I emailed the Prager University people, and uh, hopefully we'll get the link to this, and we'll post it on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Israel Show, and we'll ask you to share it with other people, and the more people that you share it with and they share it with, we get the word out about um, the importance of advocacy for Israel and get the facts out. These are short five-minute clips that really give you information that you need to be able to understand what's going on in the world when it comes to Israel. So here it is, the UN versus Israel, thanks to Prager University. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You're tuned to The Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. There are 193 countries in the United Nations today. Of these, one has been singled out as an especially egregious offender of the organization's mandate to preserve and enhance human freedom and tolerance. Can you guess which it is? It has about 7 million citizens, of whom a fifth are Arab. The government is vibrantly democratic, its press wide open, and religious freedom fully respected. Women have equal rights. The answer is Israel. Here are some facts. 38% of all the resolutions of the United Nations Human Rights Council, the UN's top human rights body, that are critical of specific countries have been directed at Israel alone. The Council has a permanent agenda that governs every regular session. This agenda is composed of 10 items, one of which is always reserved for criticizing Israel. Between 2006, when the Council was created, In 2012, it published 48 reports condemning Israel. During that same period, there were nine reports on Syria's mass killings and torture of its own citizens, three on Iran's genocide-threatening regime, and not one on, for example, China, which denies more than a billion people elementary freedoms. I could go on, but I think you get the idea. So we are faced with a choice. 
either there's something very wrong with Israel that I'm not telling you about, or there's something very wrong with the United Nations that you should know about. Let's look into the history of both. First, Israel. Ever since its establishment, voted for by the United Nations, by the way, in 1948, Israel has had to fight its neighbors solely in order to survive. It has endured innumerable acts of terrorism, the most intense from 2000 to 2005, the so-called Second Intifada, in which children and other innocents were blown up in places like pizza parlors and buses and at weddings. It still suffers from rocket attacks against civilians from the Gaza Strip, which is controlled by a terror group, Hamas, whose stated reason for existence is to destroy Israel. Israel has developed a strong military and a web of security fences and walls to protect itself. Do these security measures cause hardships to people who must deal with this network? Yes, they do. Israel would like nothing better than to tear all these fences and walls down, but bitter experience informs it as to what would happen if it did. Is Israel a perfect country? Of course not, but it is one of the freest and most open societies in the world. That's Israel's history. Here's the UN's. In 1949. When the UN admitted Israel as a member state, the UN had 58 member countries and a clear democratic and pro-Western orientation. Today, the UN has 193 member countries, most of which are not even free. Among its many negative changes, the UN changed the principle of self-determination from a post-World War II, post-Holocaust human rights principle. To a tool to wield against the West, especially against Israel, the Palestinians became the very paradigm of the oppressed, and Israel became the great oppressor. This reached its fullest expression at the notorious Durban Conference, held in South Africa in 2001. The Durban Conference was billed as a UN World Conference against racism and intolerance. But it turned into an orgy of anti-Israel and anti-Jew propaganda. Of all the bad actors in the world, the final Durban Declaration found one state guilty of racial discrimination. You guessed it, Israel. The Durban Declaration, however, remains to this day the centerpiece of the UN's allegedly anti-racism agenda. There's only one country in the world whose very legitimacy is questioned. Only one country that is openly threatened with annihilation. That country is Israel. And what has the United Nations done about it? Worse than nothing, it has itself become a global platform for anti-Semitism and the destruction of the Jewish state. I'm Ann Bayevsky, director of the Turo Human Rights Institute for Prager University.
Bashan with Likrat Shabbat. That's a really nice one. I just actually discovered it yesterday. Constantly discovering more and more great Israeli music. You know where? Yes, on YouTube. There are several channels dedicated to uh, great Israeli music. We should really post them. We'll try and do that on a future show. We are uh, heading toward a milestone. At the end of this month, we will be at our one-year anniversary of the Israel Show. We're very excited about that, and hopefully there will be some special events 
taking place, and of course, we'll let you know about them. Uh, the Israel Show is sponsored by Nefesh Benefesh. We thank them very much, and we're very proud to be sponsored by this organization that has championed Aliyah to Israel from the USA and has made it an in thing. They have revolutionized Aliyah without a doubt. Visit their website, www.nbn.org.il. You can also like their Facebook page, facebook.com slash nefesh benefesh. We thank them very much. And we thank all of you for tuning in, listening. We thank you so much. There's been such a great uh, spike of interest on our Facebook page, and we thank you so much. We are ending this show with 151 likes. We started last week's show with 127, so that's really cool. It's greatly appreciated, and uh, the more likes we get... uh, the more the page gets uh, publicized throughout Facebook, and we appreciate all your help and your feedback. We invite, again, many of the um, Israeli dance classes from around the world to check in with us both on our Facebook page or via email, mayor at nachomsegel.com, M-E-I-R at nachomsegel.com. We're going to finish off with an Israeli dance class request, Shar, by Tomer Chatuka. Before we do that, we thank all of you for listening. We thank... The staff of the Nachum Siegel Network, and as always, my very special thanks to Nachum Siegel. Tech Talk with Michael Fragan is next. And after that, a great Monday music mix on NachumSiegel.com. As of today, please remember that Jonathan Pollard has spent 10,210 days in prison and counting, almost 28 years. Let's keep that in mind. Until next Monday. Following J.M. in the A.M., this is Mayor Weingarten reminding you that nice guys do not finish last. They're just running in a different race.